This is the Patriots Drive Podcast. We are all Patriots. Where we discuss, analyze, and answer questions to all things happening in the NFL and with our New England Patriots. Now, here's your host, Cole Kelly. Let's go! Welcome in to another edition of the Patriots Drive Podcast. First post-game show of the year. Patriots defeated the Washington football team 22-13 to tonight in their first preseason game. I'm here with a uh, special guest, Pat Discuss, also known as Jacob. How's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. Finally, finally got some football back to talk about, to watch, go back and, and watch some film. Um, but super exciting. I was I was so excited to see these guys on the field, some of these new guys in there in the Patriots uniforms and, and just getting a taste of some some real football, even if the starters were only out there for a half. It's good that football's back. Nothing, nothing better. No, absolutely not. So let's uh let's hop right in with obviously the topic that everyone has to talk about, the quarterback competition, how that went and and your thoughts on on both quarterbacks performance tonight. Uh I thought the quarterbacks did pretty well, both of them actually, and I'm not counting Brian Hoyer cuz in my mind he's not even really on the team. Um Cam Newton was good, not great. I had him for two positive plays, one negative play. Um he, the really only negative play I saw was he missed a he missed his screen pass, but the the real story today is Mac Jones. I had him for six positive plays, three negative. He had that his second throw of the game, I think it was that deep pass down the sideline to to, to West. To, yeah, to him it was it was a dime, perfect throw in the in the bucket, just really good throw. He just couldn't catch the ball, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, the offense like a lot of quick throws. In the, in the hurry-up offense, tight windows, good anticipation. Like, the offense looks a lot better. It looks a lot smoother with Max Jones in it versus Cam Newton. And here's why. And it's not even a knock on Cam Newton. Because you talk about this all the time, is that uh, if you don't, if you do or don't believe in Cam Newton. But the fact of the matter is, this offense, he's not a good fit for this offense and what the offense does. Like, we tried to run the Brady offense last year with Cam Newton and that's just not what he's ever had to do in his career. He like he's a type of passer that if he's not going to throw it until he sees it, what the Patriots do, it's a bunch of timing routes, anticipation throws, like he's never been able to do that and he's never had to because that's just not what he's ever ran before. But you know, a guy like Mac Jones can run this offense and I thought today he looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, honestly. It, I, this is my first taste of seeing him in live action. I, I didn't go to training camp, so I never saw him live or anything like that. So I was I was really looking forward to seeing how he did and his, his command of this offense being so early and, and being a rookie. But I was I was really surprised and I was impressed. I was I was super happy with his performance. I thought he had great command. He got you it was noticeably it was noticeable how much quicker he got the ball out than Cam Newton. And Oh yeah. He, he just, his, his reads, his timing with the system already is, is a lot quicker than cam. You see cam kind of sit in the pocket and I mean, it, it was against more of the defensive starters, less of the defensive starters when it went against Mac, obviously, but it was still, it was impressive to see. And Oh my God, that throw to Christian Wilkerson down the sideline <sighs> and, and having that confidence in perfect spot where only he could get it and hit him in the hands. He dropped it. It, it would have been a tough catch, but it was, I mean, it was a beautiful throw. And then later in the game to, um, Gunner, right? Yeah, yeah it was Oshevsky. Missed he him by just overthrew him. Just overthrew him. That was by a beautiful pass. Step step to the left of the rush. 
uh, recognized it was zone coverage and led him to only where he could get it. And it was, he just overthrew it a little bit, but I, I was really impressed with what I saw from Mac today. Cam was okay. I thought he missed that screen pass. Like you said, I thought he, he made one good throw on one of them, but he, he was all right. He, he wasn't phenomenal. It didn't really look any different than last year. I, I, I was hoping to see his, his process become a little quicker. It still looked like he was kind of staying in the pocket. It still looked like his accuracy wasn't incredible. I will say Mac Jones, to be fair, had a couple throws early on where his first completion that was ruled incomplete to Jacoby that wasn't in the best location. And then mm-hmm. he had one, um, he had one more, I think it was, maybe it was on a screen pass. He, he had, was, anyways, he, he had like one more. Three yard was, gain. I think it was one of those. There would have it was on a third oh, down to, to Jakob Johnson, the one that he would have got oh, the first yeah, down. Yeah, probably that one. That one was yeah. definitely that was a tough catch. I was surprised he even caught. Oh that. yeah, I, I was as well. But so so just a ball placement. But that's that's early on. You know what I mean? It's he's he's got to have the nerves. Those I think those were both on his first drive. So first yeah, game in the NFL, yeah. first preseason game. So I cut him a little slack for that. But yeah, overall, I, I was really impressed with what Mac did, and and I thought I thought Cam was okay. One conclusion I came to today and i know it's one preseason game but it, it like i said already is the scheme fit this offense has a higher ceiling with uh mac jones at quarterback like reg- you can argue like who's more talented like cam newton overall maybe the more talented player but just for for what this offense runs and what they do mac jones is more equipped to do it even now i think like he, like you can argue whether he's pro ready, like overall, but like in terms of the scheme fit, it's Mac Jones in a landslide. And that's not, that's not a knock on Cam Newton as much as people like to think it is. It's just, it's just not a fit. I, I agree. And that's, that's what I was so surprised about though, is that already it seems like this offense runs smoother and looks better on the field with Mac at quarterback, which I figured we just had Cam for a full year in the system and he's, he's already gotten more time this training camp and this offseason to, to get more comfortable with these weapons in the offense. But it, I, I was shocked. I saw Mac go out on the field and it looked like the offense was running smoother. And it's it, to see that from a rookie quarterback and see all the information that he's processed. And, and that coming out of the half, they put him in like a two minute drill situation where they, they went no huddle to see him have command of the offense and, and still be calling good, um, making good checks at the line and getting the ball out quickly to who he's supposed to throw it to. I was, I was super impressed with his ability to do that at such an early stage. Yeah, he looks like he has control of the offense. And I remember one, there was, I think it was third and four. Uh, it was like, we just ran like three, two or three running plays already. Like, yeah, two running plays like in a row. And you think at 30, third and four, you got to pass it. It looked like he checked out of a play and into a run play and sanded off to Sony and it didn't convert. He got but one, just yard, the fact, one yard short. Yeah, but just that fact alone that he has, he, he has the confidence and the control of the offense to think like, okay, I don't like what I see. Let's get out of this play and call something else. Like get into the backup play. And it's just, it's stuff like he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He's been here for like two months and yeah. he's, he's already looks like he's been in here for, or for longer than cam's been here for Christ's sake. I agree. It's that's, that's what I was so surprised about. Now I was, I was really happy to see. Cause like I said, I, I hadn't seen Mac in person so far. So all, all I'd seen is reports. I hadn't seen anything really with my own eyes, but but seeing it with my own eyes and seeing it's it's definitely true. He's he looks like he has a better command of this offense, and he looks like the one who's the veteran. And and Cam's a guy who's holding the ball longer, trying to figure out what's going on around him, and and looks like he's new to the system. But right, just I don't know. I th- I thought Mac made some really nice throws. I, I thought he had confidence throwing the football, even if he missed a couple. Right. He had confidence throwing it. He he threw it down the field a couple times, and he he took his shots. So 
I, he took I was, his shots and they were pretty good. So yeah, they they were. I mean, j- just missed Gunner and that one to Wilkerson oh. was was a dime. That was yeah. that would have been beautiful if he caught that. Oh. It was oh, that would have been crazy. Pandemonium, like it like Twitter would have exploded. Oh yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> and, and Gillette Na- uh, G- Gillette Nation, Gillette Stadium in general. Like when, when Matt Nation. came out, yeah, Gillette Nation. He would have explo- <laughs> He would have exploded there at, uh, uh, at Gillette <laughs> yeah, he Stadium. He was there today. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. 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 I mean, the only three plays I really saw that Mac missed was um, it was the gunner throw, the Jakob Johnson. And I think he checked down to JJ Taylor on, on the beginning of that hurry up offense drive, uh, where right. I thought he had like an open, he had gunner open gunner, downfield yeah. and he just either didn't see it. But besides that, he had a solid day. And there was a lot of t- there was a lot of times you saw like that. Th- remember the throw to it was another throw to Wilkerson, uh, that tight throw. It was like for like five or something yards. Uh, he threw it before uh, he even made his cut. It was like between like two defenders and like away from like away from his body. If you remember, it was like that it throw. Was, oh my god! Yeah, go ahead. It was a great, great, it was great placement. He again, he threw it before he let go of it before he even came out of his break. Like just those are throws we just have not seen from Cam Newton, like in his time here, and it's it's really encouraging to see. Not only that, but he had pressure in his face, and he stood in that, the pocket, oh, he, yeah, and he was calm under the pressure and threw an absolute perfect throw where only Wilkerson could get it. Back shoulder, anticipated it before he even made the cut. So his his anticipation, timing of the routes to throw that ball perfectly on time to where Wilkerson turns around, back shoulder, it's right there for him in between two defenders. It's like. Like it doesn't get much better than that for it's, I mean yeah. a rookie quarterback that was beautiful so I think he has a lot of potential in this offense and, and it looks like this offense is just made for him as opposed to Cam Newton but but kind of sticking with what we've said so far I mean who do you think based off what we've seen so far in preseason I know it's only one game I know it's early but who do you think will start more games in the Pats this season? Uh, my guess would have to be Cam Newton yeah. uh, because I just think at the end of the day because it's not. For, with Belichick, it's not about uh, who's uh, who's just being better in camp, like you know who overall playing better. Because I think Mac Jones has outplayed Cam Newton so far in camp. But if with a rookie quarterback, look at how Miami handled it. Like uh, if you throw your quarterback in too early when they're not ready for the pro, for if they're not pro ready, then you things could go south. For you, for the for not only the team but for the quarterback and his confidence, and you could dig yourself, you could put yourself in a big hole that way. So it's like if Mac Jones isn't ready, and Bill thinks that it's going to be Cam Newton, no matter how much Mac Jones outperforms him in camp. So I, my guess is that at least to start the year, I think it's Cam Newton. But uh, it, as long and as long as they're winning games throughout the year, it's going to stay Cam Newton. Like Bill won't make a change unless they start losing games, and if they start, if they come up, start off to a rough start. Like let's, let's say we pass the Bucks game, and we're like we're, we're like two and three, like after after week five, and then he might make a change. But if we're like uh, four four and one, it's gonna stay Cam Newton. Yeah, even three and two, I think. Just I think if this team has a positive record to where. They have some success. I think it's going to be hard for Bill to put Mac in unless he really feels it's ready, which I, I don't blame him. I I want I don't want Mac to have the experience Tua had. I mean, look how much the media has jumped all over Tua, and absolutely nobody nobody believes in him already. Which right? I mean, I don't think it's fair. He he, he did struggle. Fitzpatrick had to come in for him in that Raiders game, and 
it's I don't know. It's just it was a COVID year. He's a rookie. I, I think you he deserves a little more time to figure it out and, and we'll kind of see what he has this year. But I, I just I don't want to see Mac put in that situation. I want to make sure he's ready to go, which it looks like he is, but it, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 tough. I think if Mac continues to impress and continues to look like the quarterback who should be running this offense, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for people to not want to see him playing in these games. But I mean, ultimately, obviously it's up to Bill. So we'll right. see what he decides, but I don't know. And I'm going to contradict myself because if Mac Jones comes as advertised and he was advertised to be one of the more pro ready quarterbacks in this, in this draft, besides, besides maybe the top two, uh, then you should, then you should be expecting him to play soon. But again, at the same time, like I just said, like you don't want to put him in too early because, because it is unfair for Tua for what he's going through right now. I think it's definitely unfair, unfair to, to come to conclusions with him, especially after just one season after coming in so early so i mean with mac jones at the end of the day i think bill would will do what puts the team in the best position to win and whichever quarterback he thinks will put them in the best position to win this season and i if i had to guess it's cam but i'm like at and i've been at this point since the start of camp i'm like i think it's 60 40 cam like cam has a 60 percent chance of winning the job mac has 40 that's where i think it's at it's that close and I haven't really been, I mean, I, I've been on the outside looking in as far as seeing it in person, like, like I've mentioned a couple of times, but so I, I kind of was, at, I was kind of was in, under the impression. I was like, okay, it's going to be camp's job for the year or at least most of the year. He's going to get his opportunity to prove himself. If he can't do it with these weapons, he can't do it with this offense. Another year in the system, his time's done and it's, it's max, max opportunity to, to see what he can do. But I have kind of been under the impression that it's going to be cam's job to lose cam's job this season. And Mac's going to have to do a lot to to take over that job, but I, I really was impressed with what he did tonight, and I think if he continues to have the success and, and build on what he did tonight and keep throwing with timing and anticipation and, and making the, the right reads, throwing checkdowns when he needs to, getting the ball out quickly, I mean, it, it, I was that was one of the biggest things that I was shocked about, and you, I've, I've heard about it during training camp, but I was I was very impressed just seeing how quickly he got the ball out of his hands. It was just we we saw Cam last year just like boom 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 boom, boom just holding the ball all the, all day long until somebody comes and sacks him or he has to run or throw the ball and he makes I don't so just seeing how fast he's already picked things up and, and that he's going through his reads throwing it to where it needs to go on time and quickly and getting the ball out and letting them make a play I I was really impressed with that and like so I've been so I've been down at training camp for a few days uh, and I've I've kept a. I've kept a tally of which days I thought each quarterback won the day. And what I had uh, up until the walkthrough, which was like the day before today, uh, was I had Jones won five days, Cam won three, and I had two ties. Overall, like I think Mac Jones has outperformed Cam Newton at camp, but I don't think it's, I still don't think it's enough for him to overtake cam because it's like you said it's cam's job to lose that i think is for sure i don't think it's an open competition i think it's can it's cam's job it's up to mac to beat him out and bill belichick has been telling us for a few days now including today in the game that he that he's leaving the door open for mac jones to take the job today you saw um cam newton had a couple drives with the starters then mac jones also had a couple drives with the starters before the backups came in uh they did the same thing uh it in camp a few days ago where they had cam with the ones on 11 on 11s for about like 13 plays. They, 
Next, they threw Hoyer in with the backups for, for the same amount, and then they threw Mack in with the ones again to give the ones a break so they were ready to come in with Mac Jones, and he led them down the field. So he's given uh, Mac time with the starters because to give him a shot at winning the job. And so I think the door is open for him. It's just a matter of Mac. He's really got to prove himself if he wants to take the job. And that was one of the things that I was looking out for the most is seeing how many snaps Mac got with starters. Cause if, if Mac plays two quarters, but he's only in there with the bench guys, then it, that, that tells me that they're not really worried about him playing this year, but exactly in the future, but seeing him go out there with the starting offensive line, some of the starting receivers, it was Johnny on the field at all with Mac. I didn't see him, but I believe so. He was for maybe, that first drive. He may, maybe I, I know the, the, the starting offensive line was the, the weapons kind of rotated. I think Matt Lacoste yeah. was out there a lot with Mac more than Johnny was. So I don't, yeah. I, I don't know about Johnny. Yeah. Uh, and I saw like in like Wilkerson and all that, but I don't, yeah, the, the, when I, I judge it based on the starting offensive line, because the weapons are going to rotate no matter what, yeah, exactly. uh, the, but the, but the, the offensive line doesn't so like in a, a good offensive line is a, a young quarterback's best friend. So if, if he's getting meaningful snaps with the starters, that means, yeah, they're, they're giving Mac Jones a real opportunity. This is a real competition just for that fact. And I mean, my little notes here that I have Mac getting the ball out quickly, Mac, nice throw to Kendrick Bourne. That was a beautiful throw over the middle to Kendrick oh, yeah. Bourne. That was another one kind of threading the needle in between a couple defenders and, some some pressure um getting up there and then mac puts it in the bucket for wilkerson he dropped it mac with a beautiful ball just just outside of the reach for gunner so just a little too far of a throw but great back back shoulder to wilkerson he he had a lot of nice throws in in a couple preseason quarters so i just i don't know i was i was really impressed with what he did today and just seeing the success he had and what how he's picked it up so fast it, it makes sense of why we drafted him 15th overall, why we drafted mm -hmm. him in the first round. He he's, was labeled the most pro-ready quarterback, and and so far he's shown that that he's ready to keep up with the, the level of competition and, and this tough offense to learn and the, the pieces around him. And, well, one thing that bugs me of, of uh, training camp is that the people who aren't there only see the highlights, right? So they, you see these highlights all over the place because Cam Newton's had a few like deep pass highlights of from a few days of camp. He ha had like three or four of them. But what people don't get is that like besides those plays, Mac Jones is making better throws throughout for the majority of camp. More consistently. And so it's, so and, and, and it's, that's what happens. People love the highlights. Like the, the, the casual fan would just look at the highlights and the and the. The, the deep throws and whatnot. But like, if you're looking at efficiency, Mac Jones is definitely more efficient than Cam Newton in this offense. And I, I've said that like a million times already, and I'm going to keep saying it until he gets the starting job, but it's just, it's a fact. And basically, even if Cam starts, the future looks good at the quarterback position so far. Again, it's, it's been one game, so I don't exactly. want to jump too far, exactly. but it definitely it shows yeah, flashes though. It gives you some hope for what the future. You feel like we got a plan and we got a direction. We got a guy who seems like he has a good command of this offense already. And this early on, that that shows a lot of promise. That shows hope for the future and what this offense can continue to be with a guy that's more of a scheme fit than Cam Newton. Like you kind of mentioned earlier, Cam is not really a scheme fit for this offense. What he did with Carolina and what he's being asked to do here and was asked to do last season just it not the same. It's not it's not built for him. It's yeah. something he hasn't done before. 
it's completely different. It's completely yeah. different. And he he's always been more of a big play guy than if than like an efficient passer. Like even in, like in Carolina, he was when he was in his prime, he was a good passer. He wasn't a great, he wasn't an elite passer, but he was a good passer. And it's just it, it was always the big play. He's a big he's a big play player. And again, th- this offense just it's more about efficiency in the quick time and routes. And he's just never been asked to do that. And again, it's not a knock on him. It's not, I'm not hating on him. It's just, it's, a, it's a fact. He's just never done that before. I'm, I'll be interested, interested to see how the joint practices go. Cause how they manage, like who gets the reps at what time will be interesting. And then just the, the preseason games in general. And it seems like bill kind of puts a lot of stock into that as well. Those, those joint practices and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Once, once you're going up against other competition and real guys who are trying to take your head off and, and challenge you, you know what I mean? So, exactly. but yeah, kind of going back to that camp point, he, he ran more of a vertical passing offense. And this is, this is more of a quick timing based scheme, a lot of slants, a lot of different option routes, stuff like that. It's, it's just, it's not something he's done before. The one, the one thing that I do think he'll have more success with this year is adding those two tight ends, adding a guy like Johnny oh, yeah. and adding a guy like Hunter Henry, who is a great zone breaker. He knows how to find the soft spots in zones and, and, and do different stuff like that. So having those two tight ends. When he had a guy like Greg Olson, he had a lot of uh, success with him. So that, that's what I'm excited to see. And, and I think he will have a little bit more success in that facet of the offense, at least. Especially Johnny Smith. I think he'll be Cam Newton's best friend, assuming he's the starter. Because it's just they're going to create a lot of easy throws to him underneath. And he's just going to make a man or two miss. Because he, he, Johnny was really good at, uh, after the catch. So I think he, he's going to be Cam's best friend in this offense this year. He's going to have a good year. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Same with Jacoby Myers. Like last year, he was kind of Cam security blanket. So oh, I yeah. think we got we got a lot a lot more weapons for Cam to be able to rely on, and and not to not to bail him out, but that kind of help him go back to more of a scheme fit of what he likes to do and and the kind of plays that he likes to target. So exactly, I I, I just overall it's it's like trying to fit a round hole into a square peg cams cams not just he's not a fit for this offense and and that's why seeing mac run it so efficiently so early was was so exciting today exactly so let's uh let's move on to the wide receiver position a little bit and a couple guys a couple of the depth guys Nikhil harry and christian wilkerson both have both have looked like they've had great training camp so far so what what was your thoughts on their performance and and how they did tonight uh, overall pretty good. Like Wilkerson had a pretty good game, a couple drops, but overall he had a good game. Uh, he, he was, he seemed to be, uh, Mac Jones's favorite target. The, um, Myers had, I had Myers for two plus plays. Uh, Bourne had a plus play. Nikhil Harry. I, I know, I, I gotta say this. I know there's a lot of hype around there and I, again, I've been down there. I've seen him in action. He's made a couple really nice plays. Like the play, there was one play he had a corner in the end zone dive and catch. It was a great play. But overall, he's kind of the same player. He's not much different. He still doesn't gain separation on his routes. We saw that on one of on the, one of the plays Mac Jones got sacked. They showed they showed the replay of those Gunner in, across the middle and Harry doing like a running a post route. He does not gain any separation. Blanketed. Oh, it was just he, blanketed yeah, in coverage. Exactly. Yeah. He hasn't. Most of his highlight plays in camp have been against guys like Jalen Mills, who we'll talk about in a second, and like D Virgin, like these guys who just you, you don't know about because he's just he's he hasn't made any plays against anyone like really good like J C Jackson. He he's not much better. 
I, I'm not ready to buy in an Akil Harry hype just yet. We'll see if he performs in other preseason games or if he even makes a team. But right now, as of right now, I don't feel any better about Nikhil Harry. I don't either. And I was I was really looking for him to have a good game today. I I was I thought that it was a good opportunity, especially with Nelson Aguilar out. It's just one less wide receiver to compete with tonight. I thought it was He's, a good he started chance. the game. Yeah, exactly. He literally started I, the game because of that. Yeah. And so I thought it was a good opportunity for him to prove himself and say that hey, I'm a guy that you need to keep on this team. I can help in run blocking. I can be a red zone threat. I can. I am a little lighter on my feet this year. I can create separation and and be a guy that you can target and trust when you throw the ball up to me. I'm, I'm going to go up and grab it. So, And I just didn't see that. It's it's just not... It, he doesn't look any different than he did last year. I, I heard all these things about at camp and that he did look a little slimmer. I've seen the great plays that he's, that he's made, but it just he didn't look any different to me. One catch for four yards... Uh, not nothing crazy and it was something where he kind of had a little bit of run after the catch but obviously not much if he only had four yards so right. it was just i was just disappointed and and also christian wilkerson i i I, I think i set my expectations too high for him because of all the things i've heard at training camp and how good he's been but he's he just he struggled with some drops and i he had a couple couple drops one in the end zone that one we talked about with mac jones and and another one later in the game i, I can't remember which uh where that it was, was like but. It, it was like um Mac Jones got hit and he delivered a pretty he delivered oh, yeah, a pretty yeah, good yeah, ball yeah. and he had it all the way until he hit the ground and he dropped it. Yeah. Oh, it was which was like a killer. You got you got to catch that. Again, for he for for a player like him, like an like a a little unknown, he did pretty well. Uh but and frankly he he's in the running with Nikhil Harry at this point. Which is like, sad. Which is pretty sad for Nikhil Harry, but pretty good for Wilkerson. Yeah. So I mean, like he, I gave him a shot to make the roster as like the last receiver, but I mean, again, he's actually gonna be fighting with Nikhil Harry, which is pretty funny. Because uh, I, <laughs> frankly, I don't see as much of a spot for Nikhil Harry on this team. Because again, he doesn't. He looks the exact same. He doesn't look any different. He really doesn't. Which is it's so really unfortunate. unfortunate. It's it's so unfortunate. Yeah, and kind of like I was, I I said the other day, if Wilkerson can carve out a special teams role that's just going to add to his, his value on this team. So I, I think if he right. can kind of, kind of show that he's valuable on special teams and can contribute in mul multiple spots on this team, then I think that adds to his case against Nikhil Harry, a guy who just wasn't worth his draft pick and has just struggled his whole career so far. And right. he's had a couple highlights where he's made up, gone up and made some great plays. But other than that, hasn't created separation. Hasn't been good after the catch. Like he was in college. You, you saw him in Miami last year. I, I don't know if it was, I think it was week one. He caught a ball on some type of screen screenplay and went to go run to get the first down and got just rocked by oh a corner God. that was a lot smaller than him. I was like, dude, you're you're huge. What do you like run that guy over? What are you doing? So I, I just I'm glad I wasn't the only one who thought that when I saw that. Oh like, my god. It was a, a corner to it was a corner that was half his height. He just demolished him. And it looks like he ran into a brick wall. It was like it's like Nikhil, what's going on? Like at least in twenty I thought you were an animal. At least in <laughs> at least his rookie year, like he didn't have great he wasn't great with route running, but like he when he got the ball in his hands, he made some plays. But like and so I'm like, okay, maybe he's got that. And he I guess he tried to slim down that offseason to run better routes, but he ended up making himself weaker and he still can't run routes. So it's it's just been a nightmare with Nikhil Harry. My goodness. And I mean he, he made that one nice back shoulder catch against the Cowboys with Brady. Um, 
Yeah, and he made like one catch. His best, his best play was on a. We talk about this on my podcast. His best play ever was on a play that didn't even count. It was against Cincinnati. Cheat. Oh yeah, it was like, talking about the, besides, the second non touchdown to the Chiefs. I thought you were talking that's about that second. That's second in his yeah. career yeah. highlights. But uh, yeah. but his his oh, plays that didn't count. His number one highlight was against Cincinnati. That that play that got called back. He had that nice grab down the field. I think there was a false start or something, I or a hold, but like it was down the right sideline. Brady chucked it up to him, and he made a great catch in double coverage. He had a touchdown that game too, right? In the yeah, he did later that game in the back of the end zone. But he made a great play, and it didn't even count. It got yeah. called back, and then there's that Chiefs game that we all know. Oh my god, <laughs> that still that still makes me angry. I don't, yeah. uh, uh, just because the the momentum of that season and how that game was going to where we, we were coming back and. Uh, yeah, I, I can't talk about it. Oh man, I'm, I'm gonna I, get triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the the hairy defenders that are like you don't we don't use them right. That you gotta throw them 50 50 balls. I mean, besides in Madden, you can't exactly do that all down the field. Like you, you can't rely on that. You can't rely on throwing a guy 50 50 balls. That's like, not. If you do that like more than three times on one drive. The other probably gonna get picked. The other time, <laughs> the other team's gonna figure it out. Like the, the you can't to be a good receiver. Like you can have a strength that could be 50-50 ball. You kind of gotta do something else right too. Yeah, and you can't he, just be a fifty-fifty receiver. And he doesn't. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, man. He's just he's not a good player. He's just not. I was flat out like he's not a good player. Yeah, which is super unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he shows more strides in this in this camp. But I mean, what do you think? What do you think ends up happening with him this year? What do you think we end up doing with him? It, it looks like, I mean, one reception for four yards. His trade value is not boosted any. So I mean, what are we going to get back for him in a trade? He had a good training camp, but that's just based off reports and stuff and a couple highlight catches. But I mean, if teams keep seeing him have lack of success in the preseason, I mean, what we're going to get a bag of chips for him? But bag of Lay's barbecue chips or something like I don't I don't know. So what What do you think ends up happening with the kill situation? So I mean, if he if he ends up making a couple plays, I think feel like he gets traded. Um, if if it if nothing else happens, he might just flat out get cut. I don't think he has a role on this team, which is sad because remember his statement from his agent, that hilarious statement, as, uh, <laughs> being a dominant In downfield all, threat, all, yeah. <laughs> looking for, looking for a new opportunity when yeah. like when for one he's not a dominant downfield threat. We kind of know that. Second of all, th- this is the perfect opportunity. To, to prove yourself because this wide receiving core is literally wide open besides the besides Aguilar is literally wide open. We could use like if we if we had Aguilar and then him on the other side, like a, a good physical receiver and then like born in the slot, we that'd be a good receiving core. It's too bad he can't play. But like if if we can't get anything for him, he might just flat out get cut. Because right now he just I don't think he has a role on this team. Have you seen some of uh I think it's Gabe Pats. Oh yeah, how could he not? He has he has some really funny stuff about Nikhil. I'm an animal. All that stuff. I'm an animal. Dominant. Well, yeah. That video. But, that video is the wow. I've never looked at a video of like a, a player getting hyped and just being like so confused at the same time. Yeah, it's he, like he's sitting next to the machine. <laughs> yeah. You he, caught he a put, ball one inch from your he hand. Ca- he caught a ball a foot away from him, <laughs> and he's and he. Freaks out like he just recreated Odell's catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, dominant that's, that's downfield threat. Exactly. That's that's a what he's doing. Downfield threat. So we'll, we'll kind of stay on the same topic, but switch it up a little bit. What did you see anything from Jacoby Myers or uh, or Kendrick Bourne that you liked tonight, or what, what were your thoughts on how they did? Oddly enough, Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers 
are very seem like very similar players. They're little guys that like that run pretty crisp routes and they just get open and catch the ball, which is what I like. Uh, Born um, Mac Jones had a good throw to him, and I think uh, uh, Cam had a throw to Myers early in that game. Uh, Myers just they, I like them both, and they both had decent. They, neither of them played that long, but when they did, I thought they, they looked pretty good. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see them two together along with Aguilar, like over the top. And then, then you have like Johnny Smith. Like that's I, I'm excited to see that combination. No matter who the quarterback is, I think that's going to be a really good combination. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I was kind of, uh, I was excited to see these two guys and see if one of them kind of stepped up with Nelson Aguilar out. But I mean, it was kind of a quiet day for both of them. You, I, I really didn't see. Kendrick Bourne at all until that Mac Jones, that nice Mac Jones catch, uh, catch and throw that he had. But yeah, they're, they're pretty similar receivers. I think Kendrick Bourne's a little better after the catch. Uh, but yeah, I think they're, so. They're both great. I mean, that's you, you Bourne's a little, some... Bourne's a little stronger. Like Mac, like Myers is a little, little I feel slim. like he's a little bit quicker too. A little quicker. Yeah. And he's Myers is a little light. Yeah. Like he's a little guy. Like he's not short, but he's like, he's like little. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, no, I know what you mean, but but Myers, I mean, it's not like Myers is like super slow or anything. He's w- within his route running is where he's really fast. Exactly. You know what I mean, which is which is impressive. He, runs he, really he doesn't nice have route. He doesn't have top end speed, but his crispness of his routes, he he creates a lot of speed within his his different routes that he runs, which is why he can create separation. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about both those guys. I honestly think, I, I think a lot of people are going to doubt our receiving core this year, but I think with Aguilar taking the top of a defense, being a deep threat, having Bourne and Myers, two guys who can run great routes, different option routes, great after the catch, stuff like that, and having two tight ends who are good at different things. I, I, I with the great offensive line and good running backs, and if we have just solid quarterback play, I honestly think we can have a pretty solid offense this year. See, that's that's my thing, and I am kind of a doubter of the receiver core. I want to see it in like a regular season game, um, but I think, but I'm really intrigued to see it. Uh, this is the thing about our offense; it has a lot of upside. And you you just said it. Like it it really does depend on the quarterback play. No matter again, no matter who's it in Cam or Mac, as long as they that person plays well, th- this offense has a lot of potential. And I would like to see again. I would like to see it in a regular season game. But uh, but today um, it was it was encouraging. Yeah, absolutely. And we're gonna be running the ball a lot. We got we got we got a stacked backfield. Like, yes, not, we do. Not, not to change topics, but like man. He Harris Michelle even looks pretty good. Uh, JJ Taylor Stevenson, geez, the only guy in that core that's not very good is probably Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden, yeah. I, for, I, um, forgot he, I forgot he was even on the team. I didn't yeah. see him at all tonight. Did you? No, he didn't play today. Okay, I think right, he, got, yeah, he, like, he might. Well, he might have got. I don't know if he he was active or not. I thought he was on special teams. Maybe, maybe I didn't. I know I didn't see him in, in the backfield at least. He's not getting um, a snap outside of special teams. That's for damn yeah. sure. Yeah, especially with this, the depth we have at running back. But yeah, just just one final point on the wide receivers, and then we'll move move on to the uh, the running backs. We we might not have the most talented wide receiving core and, and the most talented weapons outside, but the thing that excites me about it is how they fit together. You know what I mean? It's right. I, I think even if they're not the most talented players, all of them, we don't have a, a a top five, top ten receiver in the NFL by any means or anything like that. But I think right. a lot of the things that they do well, I think fit fit together well. Jonu Smith is great. Uh, great zone breaker tight end who can sit in the soft spot of zone catch the ball create after the catch john who is tremendous at creating after the catch you can use him in a lot of different ways he's versatile we got 
just like I just talked about, Nelson Aguilar take the top off of defense, add a speed element to this offense. I just I think they the pieces fit together well, so I I think that's what I'm most excited about with this with this wide receiver room in this right uh, end room in general. But uh, we'll, we'll move on to the running back room. Um, kind of going, we can we can touch on the the first guys in in general. What did you think of Damian Harris and, and Sony Michelle? Uh, how they did tonight? Harris is a goddamn beast, and I was I was lucky to meet him the other day too. I was um, gonna I was gonna ask you about that real real quick. Just sidetrack. How, like how did that how did that come about? I'm I'm curious. So I was with Gillette Nation and Pat's Perfect. Uh, Pat's Perfect was wearing a Harris jersey and that uh, that they're not really technically allowed to come and interact with fans. That's what COVID, I thought. That's what but, I thought. But, but I, he okay. came over anyways. Uh, Pat's perfect got his gloves cause he, which was pretty Burn cool. Jersey. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we all got pictures th- with it, pictures with him and he's a really cool dude. And I was so excited to see him tonight. Cause he is a beast. I was like, I was already hyped for him to begin with, but man, he, he's going to have a really good year. Even Michelle, who I've never, who I've never really been high on for for his tenure here, even like even after his Super Bowl year, I really haven't been high on him. Yes, yeah, but so but but to start, he this is the first time he's come out at camp looking healthy. He's got some explosiveness to explosiveness to him. Today he looked rather well, uh, nothing special, but he looked he he ran pretty well. Six carries, so, twenty six yards. 4.3 yards a carry. Yeah, not bad. Pretty not solid. bad at all. Yeah. Yep. So I, I like that as a one-two punch. And then we'll get to the others in a second. But yeah, it, there's a lot of opportunities here. Damian Harris is just continues to impress. But I was also impressed with Sony Michelle. I think he looks a little bit quicker than last year. He is healthy for the first time going into training camp, which I think is big. But we got so many different guys in this backfield that can do different things. And, and a lot of guys that can do the same things as well. But I think that's going to be able to keep us having fresh legs and especially at the running back position where that's, that's a brutal position. Guys, careers don't last that long. So having depth and, and being able to take, have guys take drives off or, or switch guys out quite often. I, I think yeah. that just, that just helps with the health and, and keeping these guys legs fresh, especially with how often we're going to run the ball probably. Oh yeah. We're going to run the ball a lot this year. Especially, um, yeah. Our offensive line and it just, that was a big strength of our team last year. I mean, especially if Cam's a quarterback, I think he adds an element to the run game, but yeah, right. I think we'll run, I think we'll run the ball a lot, but kind of going to these depth guys, Ramondre Stevenson, JJ Taylor, obviously Ramondre broke that, that big, big runoff at the end of the game. But, but what did you see from, from these two guys and who do you think needs to have a bigger preseason to, to prove a, they can have a spot on this team this year? It, it might be JJ Taylor. Um, uh, Stevenson, he was just drafted. Uh, I feel like he he probably would get a redshirt year no matter what. Gonna, he, th- I thought he was going to catch the Fox Pro flu, but maybe not. I mean, I mean, maybe not because he did go off today. We'll see how the rest of the preseason goes. But I feel like he, he's just bound for that anyways because it's just they they like to do that for rookie running backs because they did it for Harris, they did it for James White, uh, everyone but Sony Michelle pretty much. And JJ uh, Taylor was kind of a a small outlier in that sense as well. He he contributed a little bit last year a at, at some point. Not not a ton, but early in the season. To start the year, yeah, but I feel like as, as they kept going, they pretty much retroded him. Once but, Damian uh, Harris came back, it was yeah. over for for JJ Taylor. I feel like JJ Taylor would be an eventual James White replacement. I'm not saying now. I mean, it, I give it a chance now. Like James White looked pretty good today, so um, I'm not like I'm not saying like because like my hot take was that my hot take was the uh, James White is not a lock. 
Uh, I still don't think he's a lock to make the team. I feel like he could be traded. But uh, in that that contract, he could be cut even if he really wanted. But I, d- I doubt it. I'm not banking on it. Um, I think eventually, I don't because I don't think he's going to stick. James White's going to stick around much longer. He's on a one year deal. I think JJ Taylor is primed to be his replacement. Like, he, will he be as good as him? I don't think James White. He's got quite a history, so I don't know if he can be quite as good as him. But I, I think he will be an eventual replacement as the third down receiving back. Uh, Stevenson, he, he might be the Sony Michelle replacement because I, I get, we didn't pick up Sony Michelle's option. So yeah, I get, I also, option, yeah. so I also have a hard time seeing him being here much longer. So he might be the power back as a compliment to, uh, to Damian Harris. So I think they both have a spot and I feel like, um, Stevenson would get a red shirt year and it's, we're going to be mainly with Harris, Michelle, James White. And I feel like actually for this year, JJ Taylor is going to be in that Rex Burkhead role where he does a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, and I mean, he kind of fits that, that scheme, uh, that, that mold of uh, James White, Deion Lewis, that kind of guy. Right. Also because I mean, he's, he's a small running back, but I mean, seeing him, lo- seeing him, lo- what is he? Five, six. I have no idea, but he's like half my height. I swear. I, I, I you see him in person. He's so freaking short. He's like down to my shoulder. <laughs> I need, I need to look it up. I think he's five six, either five six or five eight. Five six. Oh yeah, he's super. He's really short. But seeing him lower his shoulder for a small guy like that tonight, that was oh. like, I was like, oh, all right. Oh my god, that was great. Yeah, that that, that was uh, that was good to I, see. And then he got the first down after, I think, right? I got up out of my seat for that one. That was great. That yeah. was like gee, the little guy running someone over. That's name something better than that. That's yeah, that's amazing. not not much. Yeah, but I I was impressed with Vermonter Stevenson tonight. I thought even before he broke off that that ninety yard run or, or whatever it was, um, yeah. I was impressed with him on on that drive. Before I thought he consistently he got the ball like four or five plays in a row and, and ran it in. So they knew they knew they were running it. He they ran it anyway, and he, and he he did what he's supposed to do. He got a few yards each each carry, and I, th- I thought he did solid. So we'll see how he continues to progress. It sounded like he's had not a not a crazy eventful training camp so far. So I think this preseason will be important for him and and, and seeing. If he wants to have any role at all in this team and not have a redshirt year, then then I think continuing to have games, not obviously not as crazy as this, but continuing to put good snaps together and and uh, good runs on tape is going to be big for him. Exactly. So we'll switch it up a little bit to some of the new faces. Which guys personally were you most excited to see? And then we'll kind of touch on um, a couple of specific guys, Judon and and Johnny Smith. But w- which guy were you kind of most excited to see tonight out of the new faces? So actually, the person I was most excited for didn't even play. It was Christian Barmore. But to, I but, was so excited to see him too. I, I really wanted I, to see him play. I really wanted to see him. But it was Mac Jones. It was. It, it, I'm gonna. It's. It was Mac Jones because he's the quarterback, and I was high on him even before we drafted him. I think he would be a good player like that. I, and I thought he fit this offense to begin with. So I was really excited to see him. I was. I was excited to see Cam. Even I know he's not a new face, but like. I wanted to see both the quarterbacks because I was really curious about how both of them have progressed. And it's going to change a lot of what's going to happen in this offense. And Johnny Smith is another one who I was really excited to see him, his run after a catch ability. And damn, did that show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he only had that one catch, right? But he, I mean, his run after catch ability was instantly on, on show there. You know what I mean? He exactly he broke a couple tackles and got, made it into a nine, 10 yard run, something like that. Oh, 16 yard. 
six one one reception, sixteen yards. Yeah, and he right. caught it what a few a few yards past the line of scrimmage. So yeah, I'm super excited to see what he can do for us this year. But I was I was personally really excited about Mac, obviously. But but Johnu and and Judon were my, were my two on the offensive defense side of the ball that I was extremely excited to see. And just watching Judon, he is gonna be great for us this year. I cannot wait to watch him this year. He's he's gonna be the guy that on the defense side of the ball. I'm gonna be keeping my on eye on every game because he's he's fun to watch. He better not play another snap in preseason. Or I'll be very upset. Oh my, God. my heart dropped. I was like, <laughs> no way. I was like, he just tore his ACL. He's done. I, like, that's what it looked like with the way he dropped and slammed his helmet. I was like, you oh, gotta be kidding me. I was, I was talking to my dad. I'm like, dude, I was like the play before. I'm like, he made a good play. And I'm like, good. He we paid him all this money. He better play good. And then he gets hurt. I'm like, we just watched that money go to IR. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, but I, I thought he, I thought he played really well. And, I mean, we paid him a lot of money, so he should play well. But it was just, it was exciting to see, you know what I mean? See, seeing him yes. make that play on third down, that third down stop. Um, he had a couple great pressures on the quarterback. I, I don't think he had a sack, but he got, he got close a couple times and was disruptive in the run game a couple times. So I, I was, I was super happy to see him making prog, uh, him showing up in this preseason game and, and especially after we didn't think he was going to play at all. Frankly, I'm excited to see all the new faces on the defensive line. Cause my God, that the last year's last defensive year was line awful. that was painful. That was absolutely painful. And I preached all last year, like we need to fix this front seven. Cause my God, that was God awful. And I was so excited that we got even God Chow, Matt Judon, uh, we, Henry Uchi, Anderson, and Anderson, uh, Christian Barmore. Who? Oh, I don't know how we got him, but we did. In the second round, in the second round, somehow, and like, oh, I was so excited to see him. We'll eventually see him, but I, I will be so excited. He's gonna have a great year. He's gonna play this year, and he's gonna have a great year. Yeah, he I might. He wait. might be the most impactful rookie that we have on this team. He might be. He really, actually, might be. Even if we'll Max see. Jones were to play some of the year, I think Barmore will take the rookie of the year for us. Yeah, no, but, uh, I, I, yeah. I agree with that. I think I'm excited to see Barmore. Um there's so many new faces so it's it's hard to it's hard to watch them all but it's it's super exciting i mean we still haven't even seen some of the new faces we we haven't seen two of our biggest signings hunter henry and nelson Aguilar, and we haven't seen our second round draft pick christian barmore so there's so many so many guys that are still left to see and and i don't know i know hunter henry's supposed to be out a couple weeks so i don't know if we'll see him in the third preseason game at all it kind of depends i think I, that's what i, I kind of figured but um we also don't really know how they're going to lay out these preseason games. You know what I mean? It was kind of a kind of a schedule with the four preseason games. We knew who was going to play when usually, but I think it's it's kind of up for grabs this year on if they'll use that third preseason game like they use the fourth or or how they'll do that. But I know they're not new new faces, but was, I was really excited to see that they were back. Van Noy and Hightower. Hightower yeah, both of them. I was especially Hightower. I was really really excited that we got them back because they are going to be huge pieces to this defense. And them them knowing the defense and being a part of this defense for for many years is just helps all these new guys. I think learn it even faster. They got they got two great veterans who've been in the system for a while to lean on and ask any questions to whatever they want. But that's just going to help this defensive line and, and this front seven mold together even quicker. Thank God, no, that front seven was painful. That was so, worse. That was so awful. frustrating to watch last year. The, the Miami was, game late, the um, San Francisco game. It was just, <sighs> yeah, it was brutal. It, and it, it was so bad that it made the corners look bad because the corner, like yeah. our, our secondary was good, but like they can only you be let, so, 
they can't cover for more than five 26 seconds. seconds. Yeah. It's like, like what it, you like, want to leave them out there for a minute. Like against Houston, it, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson was standing in the pocket for like three years and was oh, just he had it's all like, the, what do you he, expect? Yeah, I've never seen a quarterback so comfortable in, a, in an NFL game. Yeah, like, being rushed by athletes. It's he like was a statue in that pocket because he could. Yeah, he could be. He could sit he back could. there and do whatever he, he wanted. Sick throws. Like, oh, yeah, yeah that game was it. so frustrating. Oh, the whole season was frustrating, but yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, but just, we My got goodness. so many new pieces. This this defense should be much improved. We'll, we'll kind of touch on one guy who's kind of a pillar to this defense. What are, you, what are your thoughts on cornerback uh, Stephon Gilmore? And are, are you concerned at all that he won't be starting for us week one? I am concerned about that. And that makes me concerned about the position as a whole, depth-wise. Because, um, and I've started thinking of this at camp and it showed today. There was uh, the next question right there. How much does this depth at corner scare you for the upcoming season? Oh, it scares me a lot if Gilmore is not here. Because as of right now, uh, if Gilmore is out, it's J.C. Jackson, cornerback one, and Jalen Mills, cornerback two. I do not like Jalen Mills at cornerback two whatsoever. It showed today against McLaurin. He couldn't, he was, that was like total he got toasted mismatch. like first, the first drive, first, first play of the game. Yeah. It was, oh, he, it was no, I had him for two negative plays before he was even out of the game. And he wasn't even within like a couple yards of McLaurin. Like it uh, was almost like it was like who's covering him because he wasn't even on the screen on uh, like when he awful. first caught it. It was like what's going on? He's been getting beat on one on ones all camp, and it showed today. I that is a pro, that is going to be a problem. Like he's a good safety. I think he's a better safety than he is corner. Kind of like McCordy. Um, as a one on one and man coverage, that's going to be a, a nightmare. It's gonna be like watching Jason McCordy again. Because he's because he was starting to struggle at the end of his tenure here, one on one. But no, this Mills, I do not want him at cornerback too. And then the rest is just question marks. Oh, Juwan Williams, holy crap, does he suck? Like that's was, yeah. he stinks. He one interception, but you can't. I mean, the ball is tipped in the air. That he was gifted to him. Then, was that getting... was like a Deron Harmon gift. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that was gifted to him. And then the final play of the game, did you, I don't know if you even saw it cause you were making the graphics, but like the, the two point conversion that, um, in the corner, it was a fade to the end zone. And, and, he, and just, then he, he punched it out or whatever, punched it out. He dropped it. He didn't even yeah. drop it. It was like the surviving the ground crap yeah. all over again. That, yeah. that was a, one of the worst calls I've ever seen, by the way, but it was, a I think they just call. wanted the game to not end in a tie. I think that was probably <laughs> what they were doing. It must have been because that was a terrible call. But yeah. regardless, he caught the ball. Williams didn't do jack shit against him. He didn't touch the ball. He didn't even touch the receiver, really. He got cooked in the corner of the end zone. And it's just, it, it sums up his day. He got a few, he had like, I think he had one pass breakup, but that's about it. And he's been getting cooked all camp long. Like there was one play in camp that just kind of, it sums up that draft class. It was Nikhil. Nikhil burned. Oh, when Nikhil shook him Nikhil, <laughs> for that diving catch. Oh, no, not even that one. Diff- oh, there, there was that another one. one. There was another. He got one. shook by Nikhil twice. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's got to go. He he's got to go. He got cooked <laughs> by Nikhil Harry, and then Nikhil Harry dropped it. So that, that that was a summary of that draft class. But oh my, Juwan Williams has sucked this training camp, and he was trash in this game. And he's playing with the with the third stringers for Christ's sake. He. So, what's his, his third year, second round pick? We traded up for the guy, I think. Man, he wow. That that, that outside of out of uh, Gilmore and J.C. Jackson, 
it's scary. And, and J- I, I always leave off uh, Jonathan Jones because he's the slot guy. I'm talking more boundary guys. And that's what a lot of people comment and stuff is say, do you guys not, did you forget Jonathan Jones exists? It's like, we're not talking about, we're talking about outside corners. Jonathan yeah. Jones is set. He's good. He's a great slot corner. He's, he's one of the best in the league. He's been great for us, but exactly. I, that's what I've been saying. The, the depth at this cornerback position is scary. It's, 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 it's a lot scarier be, than people the, think. I know it's it, uh, people aren't concerned because it's like, oh, we got Gilmore, JC Jackson, Jonathan Jones. Like what? Well, I mean, that's awesome. It is. That's great. If one guy at outside corner gets hurt, it's going to be ugly. There's going to be if teams... Jonathan Jones is hurt. Who's you going to put at slot corner? Yeah. I mean, like maybe like Michael Jackson. I, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, who was who, who decent? Who actually had a good game today? Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he made. Uh, yeah. think of the right guy. The ner- the numbers all kind of look the same to me. But 30, um, I, I saw thirty five make one, at least one play. So I, I, that's what I. He, he, was he had a decent right? game. He had a decent yeah, game. Huh? Uh, I, no, but, I agree. Uh, and he's a decent player, actually. I I don't hate him, but uh, it sounds like he's had a good camp. Decent camp. He's had a pretty good yeah. camp. I got nothing special, but he's been good. But like, again, I I I wouldn't feel comfortable. If he was our second cornerback. Yeah. I would. So I mean, like. We need, they got to do something about Gilmore. They got to get him back. Cause we, if we don't, that's going to be an issue. And that's, that's my biggest concern of this team. If there's one downfall to this team, it's going to be the cornerback depth. If anybody gets oh, injured, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. I mean, what if Jonathan Jones and Gilmore go, then what? We're, you have nobody. You're screwed. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're what, gonna I mean, have what are you going to do? Michael Jackson. As your cornerback one and two, like that's horrendous. Get, yeah. It's divergence going to be your slot corner. Get, yeah. get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's that's a big concern of mine. You know what I mean? It's it's scary that the cornerback depth. That's the one problem at this team. We have so much depth at all these other positions, and and corners corners one where we're really lacking. So I think we got to either address that somewhere outside. But it's disappointing if you you think about it. If Jawan Williams worked out as a second round pick, we'd be set. You know what I mean? Serious, be that depth man. So God. it's just it's disappointing having having a second round pick you used on this guy and and he didn't. Another second round out. DB that didn't work out. Like just exactly. added added to the list. Exactly. Man. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, the I was list excited was for him too. I was excited for him because he's a big dude. I'm like, yeah, well, six foot three. In, in a in a in a day and age where it, tight ends are becoming more of a threat, you think, oh, he'd be a great guy to cover tight ends with. He, he, he did got, decent he, last year. He he's once in a while, but it's just he might be better for doing. He, he struggled against Waller, but again, he's more of a receiver. Yeah, but uh, exactly, uh, Waller's against, just a beast too. Against Kasiki, he was decent. He might be better at covering tight ends in general because because tight ends are generally slower. Maybe he can keep up, but like that's like that's not even like an insult. Like that's like might be yeah. actually a case for him to stay on the team. Besides that, he he. I don't know, man. That yeah. it's scary. It's scary. I, I agree with you. That that position is is a concern of mine. It's just it's scary and it's an underrated <laughs> issue. Like if and you said you hit the nail on the head. That might be if there's gonna be a downfall of this team, that might be it. Like last year exactly. going in, going into the year, like like front seven like was one of those things like you didn't think about. There's always something that you don't think about often that ends up being an issue for the team. I think that, you, that's that for this year. That corner is gonna be that because either Gilmore is not going to be here or someone's going to go down and you're going to be like, Oh, what do we do? And not much you can really do after that, at this point. So and, I and no even idea. if nobody goes down, I mean, we've touched on it before. Jonathan, I mean, not Jonathan Jones, uh, Jason McCordy, geez, um, played 65% of the snaps last year at outside corners, 65%. So where, where good. are those, where are those snaps going? 
You know what I mean? Somebody's got to take 65% of the snaps. We got to split that up somehow between somebody, and that's not including Gilmore and JC Jackson. So it's just, I don't know. It's scary. I I, I, I like Jalen Mills, but I, just, I like him as a safety, not a corner. Exactly. Maybe I like, in, maybe I like him zone. as a versatile piece that you can use. Yeah. So maybe zone coverage, but as a safety guy in the box, he can do different things in that facet. But there's a, there's a reason they moved him to safety, and that's because he is not good at playing outside cornerback. So Seriously. that was the one that was one of the free agent signings. We signed him for like a few years, $24 million. So it's like that was a weird signing. I did not know like what I had no idea. Role. how we signed him. I guess, I mean, I guess he kind of reminds me of Pat Chung. Like he got like kind of versatile kind of safety like that, but we have good depth of safety already. We do. Maybe I, so I said this, I was talking in a group chat last night. I, I had a theory. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's Devin McCourty insurance. Cause he's on the last year of his deal. He considered retirement before his last deal. So at least I think he he did. Maybe he said to Bill behind the scenes that this is this maybe his last year, or maybe he's just, maybe he's preparing for it and he's Devin McCordy insurance. Because I feel maybe. like Kyle, Kyle Duggar is more in the Chung role about like like getting in the box, like stopping the run kind of dude. That's that's what I was just gonna say. Maybe that could also be Kyle Duggar a little bit. That's something he did in college. He played that more deep safety role. I agree. I think he's better in the box. He's explosive. But he struggled a little bit covering tight ends. So yeah, he's still got to work on that. Yeah, he's he struggled a little bit in coverage in that sense. So maybe he's the guy that's that's better at playing that deep safety role. Maybe Jalen Mills slides into that strong safety and he covers tight ends because I mean, a guy like McLaurin, it didn't look like he was keeping up with very well and struggling to cover him. So maybe maybe he has better success against tight ends. But yeah, that was <laughs> that was like one Juwan of the one Williams. Yeah, every bad corner we have, we're just gonna throw him on tight ends and see how they do. Right. Every 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 stiff that Bill picks in the second round at corner is. is Put them on tight ends because that's yeah. probably the, the only person they can <laughs> hang on to. Oh God, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that was one of the more head scratching signings of the of the year. I I figured, okay, we got to have some role in mind for him if we're signing him to four year, right. twenty four million dollar contract. But I, I mean, just if it works I don't know. out great. But I just don't know where. I just don't. I don't see where he's going to play, which is my like, concern. I would have rather spent that money on a guy who can play outside corner and play it well. That's. I mean, I was honestly I surprised know. we didn't draft someone. I thought for sure we'd draft a corner. I did too. And that like early going, on, that was what I was looking for. Even if Gilmore's pick, if he didn't, he, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, that's what I was thinking. If we didn't get a quarterback, I thought maybe we were going to draft some like a cornerback, JC Horn, uh, Patrick Sertain, somebody, you know what I mean? So I, I was surprised we didn't address that in the draft. I'm glad we didn't take one in the second round because I mean, we know how that would have went. So I mean, bar, yeah, for, for one, <laughs> yeah, second round history isn't very great at corner, and plus, I I'm really happy with Baltimore. Um, I'm I'm very happy with how our draft one. <laughs> um, it's with both. Even if Gilmore's here and wasn't having this issue, and we bring we get him back here, he's still in a contract. Like he's in a contract year. J.C. Jackson's also in a contract year with on the tender. So even that, even then, like what the hell? Like what happens at corner after this year? I feel like J.C. Jackson. They gotta like they're gonna ex- open the pocketbooks for him. Or the checkbooks. I mean, they're gonna open the check checkbooks for him because if you don't have him back, then and then Gilmore's gone. Like assuming Gilmore's gone, you gotta bring back one of them. I don't think you bring back both of them. I don't think you can do that. But you gotta bring back one of them. I'm curious to, see, to hear this. What what are your thoughts on JC Jackson as as a number one corner? Do you have confidence in him being able to be that number one guy for us, or do you think we'll either have to keep Gilmore or or grab somebody else who's a, a true cornerback one in uh, free agency next year? See, we're so used to Gilmore being the shutdown elite corner that he is. I think JC Jackson is an can be a number one corner. I don't think he's an elite shutdown corner, 
but as a one, he's solid. Like he's gonna struggle against Stefan. You can't put him on an island, is what you like. I don't think you can do that with the top receivers in the league like Diggs. So with so with that, like I think he's he's a borderline one, in my opinion. He's borderline. Like if he's your one, you're in good shape. Uh, but preferably I think he's floating in that territory, yeah. Yeah, preferably you'd like him as your second. If he's your second, you're in really good shape. Exactly. It's it's kind of a I don't I feel okay if he's cornerback one. I feel really good if he's cornerback too, but exactly. I, I just, I feel, I don't feel great about him being that cornerback one where, where he's at right now. He's young. He can progress even more. He's shown a lot of talent, but I don't feel great about him being cornerback one because I don't feel comfortable leaving on an Island with the top receivers. And that's something that this defense has needed so much over the past, I mean, decade, two decades. We've, we've always had that guy when we have that lockdown corner who we can say, okay, go cover DeAndre Hopkins and we don't have to worry about him tonight. Go cover Odell, go cover Julio, whoever. When we can leave that guy on an island with a cornerback, it just opens up the defense and what we can do with the different pieces. So that's that's my only concern with him being cornerback one. And that, that made it easier to cover up for the lack of a defensive line that we haven't had in so long. We haven't had a defensive line in years. It's so crazy. It's like... It, and we've made up for it with linebackers and corners because with like you said, you put Gilmore on an island with with the top receiver, it allows you to send more guys on a blitz, and and still have everyone covered. Exactly zero blitz, all that stuff. Yeah, like you can't exactly do that anymore. I wonder if like they be one of the reasons besides not being able to stop the run that they beefed up the defensive lines because they they want to get pressure. They need to get pressure on like on just sending four. That's because 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 we're losing or eventually going to lose Gilmore, JC Jackson should still be hopefully be around, but then it's like it's Mills who can't do one on one. Juwan Williams can't do much of one on one. He can't, he can't, he can't do, do anything. <laughs> you might not be able to do anything. Um, it's just, so you may have to play more zone. So you may have to get there with with more of a four four man rush. Maybe that's the reason behind it. I don't know. It's corner corner scary it's it's de- like it's definitely scary it really is not only the present but the, the future as well we got some big decisions to make and i think it's i cannot be believe you did not draft someone i can't either and i think that's definitely going to be at the top of their list next year we got to get a corner first round second round maybe not second round but i take that back first round third round <laughs> fourth, wherever oh, yeah. everywhere but the second round you better hope it, it works better in the first round yeah, holy. Oh, God. Yeah, that'll be even worse. We'll, we'll draft a corner in the first round next year, and he'll be a bust, just like oh, the second rounders. Great. God. No, mean, but yeah, that, that position. I'd stop watching the bit. draft at that point. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> all right, I give up. What I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. I, I'll but, skip I'll skip the draft and just I'll, I'll see you in preseason. Exactly. Hey, I'll yeah. tell you first if you can preseason play game. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you then. But. I'll tell you. Like, I'll watch these players. I'll, I'll tell you if they can play or not, and then you can tell me where they were drafted. Yeah, and then I'll be like, okay, or I'll be like, okay, well, great. So that guy sucks. Where was he drafted? First round, tenth oh, overall. Man. Okay, that's great. Oh, All right, man. But yeah, so this this corner <laughs> this corner depth does does scare me a little bit. But um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. It, it was the it was corner like is it? This is kind of a little, little a touch off topic, but um, he's Bill's better at finding undrafted corners than he is drafting them. Have you noticed that? And like, that's Jordan Richards, Juwan Williams. And what, Malcolm Butler, what, J.C. Jackson, Malcolm Butler, like, Jason Jackson. What's that other undrafted. dude we drafted in the second round? That was just some random. What was his name? Was it Raz Raz Dallin? Was he a wide receiver or was he a corner? Razai Dallin. 
What was his name? It was, am I saying that right? I don't think I'm saying that right. Raisin? <laughs> Raisin. Razai. I thought it was like Razai Dallin or something. Let's see. Like, yeah. Raz, oh, oh, hold on one second. Right. Ratio Dallin. That's not it. At Raz I Dowlin. I don't know what position he played. Oh, okay. Uh, I th- I thought he was a corner. I could have sworn he was a corner. I th- and it's not telling me because for some reason. Oh, it was a oh, he's a safety. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, defensive back. Whatever. Yeah, we took him in this. I think we took him in the second round. He was drafted by the Pages. Yeah, in the second round in 2011. Yeah. And he he was just a bum. I don't even think he made the team really. I mean, imagine if we didn't. Get JC Jackson undrafted. Razai Dowling. Yeah, if he if he did, we didn't have him, we'd have Gilmore. But Butler, Butler might still be here. They probably would have just yeah. been like, okay, fine. That's true. That's true. But uh, yeah, Malcolm Butler, JC Jackson. I don't know. It's weird. It's really weird. It's very odd. I mean, it's he it's cannot dra- he cannot draft corners to save his life. Has he drafted one good corner? High up in the draft, uh, Devin McCourty. Maybe he wasn't great at I, corner. They moved yeah. him to safety. When he was safety, he was good, but that was first round, right? Yeah, he's first round, and he's he's still here. He's like, he's a really good safety, but corner? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like him at corner. So because well, he was drafted as a corner, right? He was but, drafted but as a corner. Then, then we moved now him to he's safety, a safety, and he's now been he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's, I he's been a pillar of our defense for forever, obviously. But um, so besides him. What corner have we drafted that's been tight with tight law? I don't think Bill drafted tight law. I think he was already there. I think I think you're right. So I don't. I, I it's can't weird. It's one. like with the with cornerbacks, undrafted undrafted guys. Bill finds gems. He can't draft one early on, and then offensive linemen. I mean, we we grab yeah. guys super late or undraft. Like Michael Wenu, sixth round pick last year, and he was one of the best. I mean, best rookie offensive lineman, and he was a top offensive lineman in oh, league. He was it's like great. it's crazy. Wide receiver. Wide receiver, best wide receiver we drafted was Julian Edelman in the seventh round. Yeah, and then we got like Jacoby Myers has been good for us. It's undrafted, just, exactly. Uh, we yeah, signed yeah, and we signed Amendola. We okay, he drafted Deion Branch, and I think it was I believe he was a fourth. So that was that was good. And Malcolm uh, yep. Mitchell, that which obviously that, we know what happened with him. Yeah, but wide receiver hasn't been so hot, and especially in the early rounds, as we know, yeah, with um. Aaron Dobson and Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, yeah. But it's it's very odd. Like you'd think that it'd be it's easier weird. to scout that top talent than find somebody undrafted. But I, I mean, hey, the closer to the ball, Bill is better at, in my opinion. Like the closer to the ball he drafts at, the better he draft the the better he's at at drafting that position. Yeah, I mean, I think Barmore is going to be great for us. Barmore, um, uh, I'm so offensive excited. lineman. We've drafted some great offensive linemen kind of later in rounds too. Um, Isaiah Wynn's not bad. I, I wouldn't he's say good. he's a he's a bust as a first round pick or anything. No, he, he's not. He's he struggled not. just because of injury. I mean, that's that's been his his concern. If if, if, even, if he had no injuries, I think he's a great offensive tackle. I mean, he's not, he's not even injury prone to be perfectly honest. He's had two fluke injuries. One was one was Achilles, again fluke. Then the turf toe. I don't I don't know why they put him on a, IR. A pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass though. Yeah, too. like if 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 the if the IR rules were as they were now, he would have been back a lot sooner. Like that's, I love that's, I love the new IR, rule, or oh, I IR love rules. That. I think it's awesome. Great. 
it's great. If people can come back sooner. It's I don't know why they didn't do this sooner. So that's one of it's the things great. about the COVID season that I, I love the new rule that they made because that's that's, that's yeah. awesome. That's the best rule they've they've made so so far. That's a great rule. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think I hope, it should I hope be. I keep that forever. That's great. They, they really should. And being able to bring guys back, unlimited guys, doesn't matter. I, I think that's that's gonna gonna be a great yeah. thing for for every team. So I mean, we've already seen some guys too. go down with injuries in Madden. What? Put that in Madden too. That, yeah. would, that, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of, we'll kind of wrap it up with one more thing. Yep. Kind of talking about the the special teamers, uh, undrafted free agent kicker Quinn Nordine went three for three field goals from 35 yards, 50 and 40, and then went one for two on extra points. So, I mean, is, is this a, is this a real kicker competition now? How do you think that we, that finally, have a, we finally have a kicker? Yeah. Well, I should, I shouldn't say that because Nick Folk was good. I mean, do we have, he, he was really good last year for us. Do we finally have a long-term kicker? Is yeah, what I mean mean to say. Yeah, that's a better way to word it. I hope so. I mean, he he did pretty well. He missed an extra point or two. So I mean, yeah, if, I'm not too worried about it. He was on his couch like two weeks ago, so I'm not too worried. <laughs> on LinkedIn, so, looking at on jobs. LinkedIn, looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I thought that was hilarious. But so far, he's better than any, anyone we brought in the last two years, besides Nick Folk. In that so, draft last year, oh my God, or <sighs> Wasser, don't even get me started on him. That was horrible. That was horrible. There are so many better kickers you could have taken, and we take the worst one. Yeah. Does yeah, he even have a job anywhere? No, he's gone. He's out of the league. No, no, no one's going to touch figured. him. I, I, figured. Who, I figured. Where the hell was he even from? I don't, I don't know. Who's hurt? No one heard of that dude before. I don't know. I remember him. his college jersey had green on it. It was white white and green, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. The kicker situation has not been phenomenal. Oh, that was a nightmare. But I, I thought I thought Nordine was really good though. He he was splitting them right through the uprights. His his field goals at least he oh, drilled all three of them oh, right yeah. down the middle. And that fifty yarder looked like he would have been good from sixty. I mean he oh, yeah. that one went in with ease. So he's definitely got a leg on him. Oh yeah, he has a leg. He's accurate. Again, he missed one extra point. Which if that's the only thing he missed, it's fine by me. I'll it's take one it. point, not three. You're missing, I guess. I'll right? Take it. I will take it. And I think he makes the team. I think he'll make the team. You think Nick Folk makes it as well, or you think you think they they take Nordine as the guy? I think it's going to be hard well, for him to take, take the job early. So here's because Nick Folk was so consistent last year. Yeah, and here's another twist in it. Uh, I think Nick Folk's contract is like for, fully guaranteed. So all right, so yeah, that might, might as well that might keep uh two of the, might, that that might keep him on the team. So uh, I, I'll double check that. So don't quote me on that. That I what, to you, double check two that. million dollars. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to double remember. check that. I, I think, I think you're Trent right. Bullen or somebody tweeted that today. Um, that I think his, his contract might be fully guaranteed. So, I mean, so we might have two, but, uh, I mean, I think at, at least Norton's at least going to be on the practice squad at the very least. He's going to be on the practice squad. My only concern is if he continues to impress and we, we cut him and try to get him to the practice squad that somebody's going to pick him up. Oh yeah, so he, he did tweet this. Folks, one point one million uh, salary is fully guaranteed. Okay. So, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but still, we really guaranteed a salary for a kicker. Yeah. I just, well, I mean, if you think about it, it before Nordine, we didn't really have any options. Okay, yeah, I, know, I, I guess I can't complain too much. It's one million dollars. Yes, it's not like we paid him like ten million dollars guaranteed or anything <laughs> for a kicker. <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't be so picky, but I mean. 
I think Norton, he at least makes the practice squad. He's at least going to stick around. Uh, I don't know. Can you still protect some practice squad players? I don't like, know. I don't know well, how if they changed the rules for that or not this year. I don't think they did. I don't yeah. know. I, but I if, if they do, they, 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 I think that's something I'd advise. Like, put him on the practice squad and protect him. If if you can't do that, maybe carry an extra, maybe carry an extra kicker, and uh, that that'll be Nikhil Harry's spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nikhil, you're gone. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have we're, two we're, kickers. We're, I think the kicker can probably get more separation than you, so we're gonna keep him anyways. <laughs> uh, we're, we're using your spot for a kicker. That's how much you suck. For a backup kicker, a backup kicker. Yeah. <laughs> not not a, not even a starting kicker, a backup kicker. But uh, My yeah, goodness. Jake Bailey continues to just i mean he's incredible he's he's one of the best punters in the league he just every time he kicks the ball it's just like it's a moonshot and he's he's a he's literally he's a weapon for us i've always wondered like why we didn't have jake bailey do some kicks uh i found i got the answer to that at my last day of training camp it's because oh God. he's not he's not very good at field goals so he, he did some field goals he, he yeah he did some field goals he's not very good so why doesn't nordine take kickoffs now that I mean, I mean, he's got he's got Bailey, the leg for it. He, he he does, but Bailey's got like a robo leg. So I mean, he, he I mean he could really boot that thing out of the end zone if he wants. I think Belichick like gets off on that kind of like control, like <laughs> being able to control special teams, like because Bailey can put the ball wherever he wants, like whether yeah. he wants he wants sit them it down to, at the one, sit it down at the one if he wants them to return it for because they they see something on film, maybe he fumbles or whatever, or he wants to just boot it out of the end zone. He can do whatever he wants, pretty much. So I think Belichick would really likes that aspect of it. Yeah, I think he was he was an absolute uh, absolute <laughs> find. He's been he's been great for us. But <laughs> for, I mean, spending a fifth round pick on the guy for a punter, he better be the best punter I've ever seen. That's true, but I mean, he's been he's been great. He's lived oh, he, up to yes, he all expectations and more. He's exceeded him. He's he's been awesome for us. But oh, that yeah. one more thing that I kind of forgot about, I wanted to get your thoughts on was. Your your thoughts on kind of the fullback situation? Do you think Jakob Johnson has a role on this team this year, or I, I kind of thought that maybe Dalton Keene, even though I thought that maybe he could have, seeing how we're not going to have snaps with a fullback on the field necessarily, we're probably going to be running more two tight end sets. So I figured, okay, maybe Jakob Johnson doesn't have a huge role. Maybe Dalton Keene can step in for those those snaps. I don't really want to see Johnu. I don't want him to get hurt being used as a battering ram. But but what do you think Jakob Johnson's role in this team will be this year, if any? I think he. I think he'll just be as simple as being the fullback. I I did think about Dalton Keene in that role because you know what's the guy? What's the guy in San Francisco? What's his name? Uh, use check. Yeah, I'll use check. Yep. I, I was wondering if they used him in kind of like that role where it's like he he's the fullback. He can block, but like he's also go, can go out for pass. He's a little faster yeah. than the average fullback. Yeah, so exactly. maybe maybe that could be like a weapon for us. Obviously, that's that's no longer a thing, uh, but. I think, yeah, I mean, Jakob Johnson, he had, there was a play early on a Damian Harris run where he just he freaking ran into a brick wall. That was like a huge hit he took. Yeah. Um, he, I, he's a decent fullback. I don't think he's anything special. I would have liked to oh, see... He's, uh, he's not bad, though. But, I, but, I, what was his name? Vitala? Uh, Dan, yeah, Dan Vitali or something. Vitali, yeah. So, like, I would have liked to I would I wanted to see Bay. him. I did, too. Yeah, but I mean, but Jakob Johnson, he's good enough. He's, I mean, it's a fullback. I'm not too concerned. As long as he can block, it'd be fine by me. So, and I we, mean, it seems like we have more control too with him uh, being in the international pathway program or whatever. If we wanted to stash him on the practice squad or something like it's that, easy but, to keep him on the roster, huh? Like, he doesn't feel like he, 
like the international stuff, he gives him a bunch of options. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know all the details Does on he it. Even but count as a roster spot? Not right, w- not right now. Yeah, I don't think. But I think I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird how that works. All the different yeah, ways they have for that. At some points, he doesn't count towards the roster, but he's on the team. Yeah, it's it's very odd. That's something. I, that's strange. I guess it's just trying to create opportunities for for different guys internationally to be able to be be on a team and get their opportunity and not count against the rosters like during training camp or, or right. Uh, like, like if a team like if a team saw like a they had a guy like a fullback from another country and then like the the roster cuts are getting tight, they're gonna probably like yeah he he probably we can afford to lose him and then all of a sudden his opportunity is gone. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I think that it's, might I think be it's, why. That, that's what I think it is. I think that's that's the so, uh, that's the reason why. But yeah, yeah I mean, I think, he, I think he's he's got a role. I think he'll he'll stick around for a little bit longer. I just you know with with what Wesley Keen was saying, I thought I thought Dalton Keen was going to have a uh, a big role because because that's <laughs> that's his name, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's friends with Gillette Nation. Yeah, they seem to be pretty good buddies, huh? Oh yeah, no, they get along great. Yeah, you know, oh, they, they, they have really deep conversations, you know. <laughs> that was they, go, so funny. They, they go they go way back. Man, wow. I don't wow, what is up with it? Keen and Asiasi's parents are both like <laughs> I don't know what's going They just hate Patriots pages or something because Ethan it, just has his way with like with players with like low lower level players and their families <laughs> for some reason. He gets in touch with them. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, that, that whole situation was funny, but I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much all I got for you. You got anything else you want to talk about, or I think we hit on pretty much everything. All right, I think we did as well. So thank you, thank you for having me on. This was fun. Yeah, huge thanks to you for coming on. This was uh, this was fun. We'll have to we'll have to do it again sometime. Maybe maybe during Absolutely. the season or or closer towards the season at least. But uh, yeah, Absolutely. this was fun. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Go follow him. Pat's dot discuss on Instagram. Is is that the same on Twitter as well? Yes. And then go listen to Yo Soy Fiesta podcast, right on on SoundCloud. Uh, yep. But yeah, huge thank you to you for coming on. It was it was fun. Um, finally got to watch some football tonight. Can't wait to see next week going against the Eagles in Philadelphia, I believe. Right, and yes. then uh, one more preseason game. But I think we're going to see even more of the starters next week. So it's it's going to be fun to watch. But yeah, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was fun. All right, uh, that's that's it for this time. And uh, tune back in. Next week, we should have an episode beginning of the week. But yeah, until then, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Patriots Drive podcast. Follow us on social media to stay up to date with all things New England Patriots. Make sure you tune into the next episode and check out PatriotsDrive.com for more great content. Seven-year-old Cincinnati.